I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me by phone is the Executive Director of the Joshua M. Freeman Foundation, Patty Grimes. Welcome, Patty. Well, hello, Paul. Good to be with you today. I'm so glad you could join us. It's been a while since we talked, and and the growth of the Freeman stage, the Freeman programming, and the work that the Freeman Foundation has been doing in Southern Delaware is really quite phenomenal. Uh, and I'd love to take this time uh, with our listeners for you to share uh, that growth of the work the Freeman Foundation is doing and uh, and then take a look at the summer programming at the Freeman Stage at Bayside, which is not only ambitious, but really, uh, I mean, quite phenomenal. Some Just some great offerings this summer. So let's first look at, at the Freeman Foundation, the sort of the growth of the programming. Uh, before we went on air, I confirmed with you it's the 11th year now uh, and quite a quite an incredible history. Oh, yes. And it's hard to believe it's been 11 years. And, you know, we really want to thank our patrons and our supporters for um, like letting us know how essential the arts are because when we started uh, in 2008 we weren't quite sure whether or not people would respond you know we felt there was a need for the arts we thought that this was an arts desert where performing arts were not really accessible for many people and um, wow, did people ever respond to that need? So year one in 2008, we had about 13,500 people uh, come through our gates, and we thought, yeah, that's phenomenal. And uh, in the past 10 years, as you said, we're going into year 11, but in the past 10 years, we've served over 400,000 people uh, here in Delmarva, uh, right in Selbyville at the Freeman stage. So we're thrilled with the response and, um, you know, not only did we start the Freeman stage where we are providing arts performances from May through September, but as you mentioned, we have an, now an arts and education program that's robust. We also have a community access program. So. Um, and we have over 300 volunteers uh, who come and support us so that our patrons can have a wonderful experience when they come to, uh, through the gates at the Freeman stage. Now, when you started 10, 11 years ago, is my memory correct that it was primarily a, a summer outdoor performing arts series? Yes, yes. So we did about... Um, I think close to 40 performances, and it was really started mid-June and ended at Labor Day. Um, this season, we have over 65 performances, and we started May 31st, and we're going to go through September 16th. So we've expanded the length of time, and we also have more programs available during um, the season. And one of the things that we have been a mainstay since we started in 2008 was our mission, which is partnering to present memorable performances and inspired arts education for all. And 40% of our pro programs during the summer, Paul, are still free for everyone. And we're really thrilled that we have the support to be able to have uh, not only affordable but accessible arts programming for everyone. And we also have a diverse programming, which is very different than what you may see at other outdoor venues. 
Now, how have you, uh, are, are you the mastermind behind the programming? Do you have a committee? How does that work? And I mean, you've, you've been with uh, the Freeman Stage since its inception. How, how have you seen that selection of programming uh, evolve? Well, uh, first of all, thank you for that, and we do keep our mission in mind. Uh, I always say it's a, when we do our programming, and I, I say it's like a Rubik's Cube of how we, we do our programming. So we sort of lay out all of these different genres of arts and, you know, make sure that we can fill, fill those spaces in. Um, I do the programming, and I do it uh, with collaboration with, you know, our president and our staff here. But more importantly, we get a lot of feedback from our patrons about what they would like to see at the stage and particular artists. We do a, a surveys, and that is phenomenal, the amount of response that we get. So we really try to listen uh, to what our patrons are telling us, and we also then fill in with some of these different genres that people may not be as familiar with, so whether that might be jazz or some classical music or uh, some of the finer arts that may not be as available in our area, um, as well as, you know, bluegrass or folk music, and we start filling that in. And then, of course, we have our children's programming and family programming that we also add and sprinkle into the mix for the summer. And you also uh, historically have served as a venue for uh, other Delaware performing arts organizations, sort of in, in line with the mission of you know collaboration. Yes, thank you for that. We're very thrilled to have you know partners uh, like the the First State Ballet Theater is here every single year, and what a beautiful way um, as an example that they can showcase you know, that artistic talent, and they do such wonderful programs. We have a pre-performance program for, for children that they get a little ballet lesson, and we they make also tiaras and crowns, and um, afterwards they get a little meet and greet with, with the artist. So who knows, the next uh, aspiring ballet uh, dancer may come from that performance that they saw at the Freeman stage. Also Clear Space Theater, uh, we've worked with Delaware Shakespeare Theater before, um, and the, the list goes on. I know I'm missing some of the other other artists that we work with in Delaware. But we're very thrilled to be able to showcase such talent and other uh, performing um, arts organizations in Delaware because we can get you can get from one side of the state to the other in just two hours, and it's beautiful for our patrons that live here in Sussex to see what's available so that they can make the drive-in our off-season, which is the full season in Newcastle County, to see such lovely arts, uh, performing arts. Now that sort of leads into another uh, question I had. You mentioned the first season you had 13,000, and uh, over the last 10, 11 years you've had over 400,000. Clearly your audiences have expanded uh, from year to year. Uh, what do you attribute that success to? And, and uh, not only how have the numbers expanded, but what have you seen in terms of where your visitors are coming from? So uh, I will say that we have had patrons from 42 of the 50 states. So um, someone asked me this year, what are you doing to get those other eight states 
at the Freeman stage. And so I haven't, we haven't uh, had a plan on that. But what, what we found is that because we are in Sussex County and Sussex County is known for its tourism, as people get to know the Freeman stage, now people are sort of making their decisions on vacations and visiting this area based on our programming, which is wonderful for us. Uh, we also see that, you know, we have we have folks who buy tickets from Newcastle, Kent, and Sussex County, so people are willing to drive uh, to see some of the performances that we provide. And our feedback is uh, that we receive is people really love that they can enjoy a concert uh, in a very intimate setting, and it's very casual and um, very comfortable for them. So uh, that is our goal, is to create an experience that people are left uh, fuller and enriched uh, when they leave and that they want to come back. So we're finding that we are building our repeat audience business and that uh, people are helping to share the good news that the arts are vibrant and alive here in Sussex County. And in addition to the performing arts, I mean, I've attended events down there where you feature visual artists. Oh, yes, yes. So we have a wonderful arts and jazz uh, festival. It's one day, and it's uh, in September, and it is September 15th, and uh, it is just beautiful. We have about 25 uh, Delaware artists, speaking of Delaware artists, we work with Delaware by hand, and they all come and set up their tents, and uh, people get this, it's very bohemian, can go and look at all of these uh, artists and sort of learn and talk to them about how they got involved in the visual arts and have the ability to purchase um, their artistry. And then the, on the stage, we have jazz artists, um, and again, another great jazz artist that will grace our stage um, this summer on September 15th is Delawarean uh, Joe Bayon, uh, and he will start us off, but we have great jazz that day. So yes, there is something for everyone, I guarantee you, at the Freeman stage. Now, I, I want to take a look at a couple of the programs that you feature on your, your website, but first remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest uh, joining us by phone is the executive director of the Joshua M. Freeman Foundation and the programmer for the Freeman Stage at Bayside, Patty Grimes. Uh, Patty, on your uh, before I forget, uh, can you uh, tell our listeners what your website is so they know where to go for additional information? Oh, please. It's freemanstage.org, freemanstage.org. You'll find our robust season there. You'll find information about our foundation, some of our fundraising events. If you volunteering is your thing, you can find information about volunteers. And, you know, feel free to peruse and learn more about um, what we do to enrich the lives uh, here in Delaware. Great. Now, one of the programs that you you have uh, information about on your website is the Community Access Program. Could you speak to that? Yes. Yeah, so, um, as I stated earlier, our mission is about accessible arts for all, and those last two words, for all, very important to us. So, we partner with nonprofit organizations um, who uh, have 
constituents that they would like to bring to the Freeman stage so that they can experience the arts. So uh, through this collaborative partnership with nonprofits, we will have over a thousand guests um, at the stage um, that otherwise would not be able to um, afford or be able to come to a live arts performance this summer. So we work with these nonprofits. They bring their constituents. If necessary, we provide a transportation grant uh, for them because we know that transportation is, is an obstacle for many people. Um, and when they come, we welcome them. We have a seat for them. Um, and they, they are our special guests. They are our VIPs for the evening to, to enjoy an unbelievable arts experience. The other program you you have on your website that you 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 mention and have information about is one that is uh, really an area where you have done some phenomenal work with the schools in Sussex County and the young people, and that's your arts and education programs. Uh, fill our listeners in on sort of the the breadth of your reach with arts education. Sure. So. Um Year three, we started talking about, okay, people are coming to the stage that arts are necessary. How do we reach the arts with children? Because we know the impact that arts um, bring for children if they have accessible um, performance available to them. So we started in our fourth year of going out to schools in Sussex County and saying, you know, we would like to bring arts and education programs to your schools. And they said, sure, we'd love that. So um, we serve about 18,000 students per year um, in Sussex County schools. We're in all nine of the school districts. And um, our strategic plan provides the opportunity for us to touch a child four times during their academic career with um, experienced different genres of art. So young um, kindergartners to second grade may uh, have music and dance uh, performances that they see. Grades three to five just experience musical theater at the Freeman stage with Junie B. Jones um, musical, and we had over 6,500 6, children come to that performance. When children are in middle school, we have a very uh, thorough arts and residency program with, that is focused on the visual arts, and we've been known for our mural programs in the schools that tie in not only the, the artistry value, but the social impacts and the values of the school, um, where we have 100% participation with children. And then we created another flagship program for high schoolers with a, a great collaboration, thank you, Paul, with DDOA and the Poetry Out Loud program, where all high school students have the opportunity to um, see recitation by our uh, poet laureates. They do voice and movement workshops. Um, they do writing workshops, and they have the opportunity to then participate in the Poetry Out Loud program. So we're really just um, grateful for all of our partnerships with schools, Delaware Division of the Arts, to make sure that the arts are alive um, and present in schools. And uh, we follow that up with study guides, with assessments, um, and we're willing to uh, be in the classroom and to make it work so that every child has accessibility to the arts. 
Yeah, just some uh, fantastic work that you're do- you're doing in the schools and the visual artists. I know you work with a lot, John Donato, just doing some yeah. some amazing work in the schools, both in the visual arts and in, as you mentioned, addressing social issues. Now, before we run out of time, you mentioned you have 65, I think you said 65 offerings uh, in your summer stage from from late May to, to mid-September. You're, you're into the season now, but there's still a lot left to go. Uh, let's take the time remaining to uh, sort of highlight some of uh, the programming that is available to the public. Okay, great. Well, the first thing I want to highlight is actually on June the 26th, speaking of our arts and education program, we're going to showcase the Delaware All-State Theater, which has phenomenal art of students that are so talented, and they're going to do presentations uh, or selections from Avida. And speaking of Poetry Out Loud, we're going to have three of our students who participated in Poetry Out Loud given recitation uh, prior to. So, you know, that's a free program. Please come out the 26th at 7 o'clock. Bring your own chair. On July the 2nd, the Four Tops and the Temptations, the best of Motown, are going to be in the house. Please come out for that. We have country star Lee Bryce on July the 5th. So that's going to be a phenomenal week. Boys to Men, July the 12th. We have Comedy with Jeff Foxworthy on July the 7th. Pat Benatar and Neil Gerardo and Rick Springfield on the 23rd. If you like, uh, we have Piano Guys, which they're a phenomenal YouTube sensation. We're celebrating 300 years of New Orleans jazz on the 16th of August. We have Vince Gill in the house, Cheap Trick, uh, Gypsy Kings are going to be September the 16th. We have Shakespeare on August the 30th. We have Step Africa on August the 17th. We have the Beach Boys in the house on August the 3rd. We have really, truly something for everyone, including um, Clear Space Theater is going to be in the house uh, with Mary Poppins on August or July the 19th. So again, Paul, something for everyone. Uh, Listeners, please go to freemanstage.org. I promise you, you're going to have a wonderful time uh, when you come out to the Freeman Stage and enjoy Arts Under the Stars. You know, as you were going through that list of just phenomenal offerings, and and as you mentioned earlier, really diverse offerings, I was thinking of uh, the recent uh, Firefly Weekend, which is a phenomenal array of performances all concentrated into a weekend. You spread them out over an entire summer season. How long does it take you to put the season together? Well, we start, at, you know, we're receiving um, information and, and ideas from, from our patrons now. Once our season ends, uh, we really start programming in late October. In October, we start going to conferences, and uh, we're fluid. This year, we had two season announcements. We, we finished sometime in March, but um, it, is, uh, it is a collaborative process, and one that gives us much joy and sometimes trepidation saying, are they going to like it? And um, we really thank the listeners for responding to the arts. And, you know, I always ask people just to trust us and come to a performance of an artist that you have never heard of or a genre that you're not familiar with. with. And uh, I think it's life-changing and transformational for people to just, you know, be available and have the opportunity to see a show 
where, where they come in not knowing about the artist and walking out and saying, one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Hmm. Yeah, I, I was going to say, in the 10, 11 years you've been programming, have you found uh, returning audience members who maybe originally came for one genre that they knew they would like, but came back for something to try it out because they'd had a good experience with uh, the more familiar? Yes. I mean, it is. I could. I don't want to name artists, but we have that, and they're, they're some of the most beautiful stories. You know, that, that we hear because um, it's great feedback that our mission is on a movement and people are responding and that and that, you know, we all expand our horizons, you know, when we try something new. So, yes, we do that. And I love the fact that, uh, you know, that that people are open to that and they love telling the story. They're very almost very proud that they took the risk and then they, they go and, and it's a great moment for them to share with someone else. So absolutely. And it really is a beautiful location. We've got about 30 seconds left. Just um, paint a picture of the setting. Uh, the, you know, free parking. Bring your own chair for a lot of our concerts. You come in. There's a beautiful green lawn. There is a, uh, a, a little lake to the right of the, of the facility uh, with a fountain. It's very bohemian. You put your toes in the grass. Beautiful, simple stage with a backdrop of trees and really friendly people who care about every patron that walks in that want to make sure that you have an excellent experience. And Fine. I know you have friendly. you have a concession facility there, and do people also bring their own food, no, beverages? Uh, for safety reasons, we don't allow people to. You can bring in a, bo- a bottle of water that's okay. sealed, okay. Uh, but we have food trucks, which right. is another right. uh, uh, cultural experience. We have food trucks, beverages, adult beverages, um, and concessions, so absolutely. Great, and with that, we need to wrap up. Patty Grimes, thanks so much for joining us today. Such a pleasure, Paul. Thank you to the audience for listening.